0: Hello, darlings, and welcome to episode nine of the Too Blessed To Be Stressed podcast. Happy Friday, everybody. I hope you've had a beautiful week and I hope it's been productive, but you've still managed to look after yourself. So today we're talking all about weight management under stress. So we're going to look at both weight gain and weight loss. And I actually had to get my physiology notes and books out for this episode, Um, as many of you you know, I have a lot of knowledge about how the body works, but I still put in quite a bit of time and research into each one of the episodes that I bring to you. So um, it's a great topic. I think a lot of people will be able to relate to it. Um, And I think often I get women that come to me and say, oh, and it's sorry, usually the women that are trying to lose weight rather than gain weight. Um, I'm doing all the right things. I feel like I'm eating better. I feel like I'm moving better, but the weight just won't shift. And usually that is for two reasons. One of them is your habit and the changes that actually occur when you are stressed for whatever reason, because with different experiences and different stressful situations, our habits change. And the second thing being the hormonal changes that occur, particularly, when you're under chronic stress. So with hormone changes, you have, um, I guess, an effect on your metabolism, on your insulin and your fat storage and where you actually store that fat. So let's start off with weight gain because I feel like this is the one that people will more have an issue with. So on a hormonal level, whenever you're in that stress state, so that fight or flight type state. It's both adrenaline and cortisol that are released. Adrenaline is the initial hormone that's released. And it's actually a distraction for a short period of time. Um, So it actually deters you from eating purely because it detects a change and it wants to bring your body back into that nice equilibrium balanced state. However, once that adrenaline wears off, the cortisol still hangs around. And if you're chronically stressed, I'm not talking about acute stress, but more chronic stress, that cortisol hanging around causes a stimulation in your appetite and it's usually the things that you shouldn't be eating that it tends to stimulate and that people, I guess, want to consume rather than the healthy stuff. It's all those sugary and fatty things that we shouldn't be eating. So your metabolism slows down and you have higher levels of insulin in your body and it makes it really, really difficult for those fat molecules to shift. So as a result, A lot of women that I see end up having those stress-induced eating habits, and they get really stuck in that state and can't sort of see past it and can't get back into that healthy living side of things. So... I guess when we are chronically stressed, that consumption of not only sugary foods, but those fatty foods increases and we seek comfort. So whenever we're stressed, we want a quick fix and we want to be comforted. And it's usually the food that we shouldn't be having that comfort us, but they don't comfort us for very, I guess, extensive period of time. It's only a really, really small period of time. So um, I guess you want to be really mindful of that. And you also want to be mindful of where you're getting your food and where you're eating. If you're eating takeout all the time, even if it looks like it's healthy, you don't actually know what's been put into that food. Whereas if you're preparing your food at, food at home, sorry, um, then you know exactly what's going onto it, what you're, what dressings and things you're putting on it. So that's just something to be mindful of. Emotional eating. Emotional eating is definitely usually linked to, I guess, us feeling sad. Um, And for whatever reason, it's usually that sadness that causes us to eat more. Um, And there's always, I find, an underlying reason why people struggle to eat well. Um, And I like sort of diving into that um, psychology of you know what people find really difficult about eating well. Um, sometimes when we're chronically stressed, we also start hibernating and we actually don't exercise. And because of this, we're so focused on the stress that's occurring in front of us. Our schedule gets really busy. We just want to be at home. We don't want to do anything else. And you're body is actually not shifting the weight either. And if you have a desk job, for example, you should be moving all the time. There was a paper recently saying that sitting and jobs that require a lot of sitting are just as bad as smoking. It's like the biggest um, killer coming into this modern world. And um, and i can see how it happens cuz with not not moving and not exercising your cardiovascular health suffers and if you are struggling with moving whether it's during the day or moving when you get home do something at work like go for a walk at lunch um get up and go and fill up your water bottle um set a challenge within your workplace those are so much fun particularly if you have a smartwatch. you can have little teams and see who is doing more steps and i find usually it's the competitive people that do really well in those challenges um, the other thing is thirst and hunger. Often those two things actually get confused. So before you actually eat something, think about whether you've had enough water and whether you've actually been hydrated and it's the hydration that you require, not necessarily the food. Those things, I see it all the time, can totally get confused. And skipping meals, also not a very good thing. Um... I mean, there are so many diets out there right now, intermittent fasting, so many papers on that. I still don't know how I feel about it, but it definitely has shown some benefits. But I think if you're trying to keep your glucose level quite consistent, then you should be eating smaller meals more often and making sure that the portions are, I guess, decent, not, well, not too big, not too small, but they're just appropriate for you. Sleeping, this is my favorite, and I we will do an episode just on sleep because it's such a big thing. Um, but sleeping, decrease in sleep, slows down your metabolism. It increases leptin, which is the hormone, the appetite stimulating hormone, and therefore your appetite increases. So you need to get your sleep And that took me a really long time to work out, but you definitely need it. So, how can you actually address all these things that are going on or change the habits that are going on when you are stressed? Well, I guess for you, it's probably working out the best strategies for you and what will work for you. If you listen to episode three and four of the podcast, um, I covered quite a bit about routine and um, well-being and the things you should do. Um, So, And also there was an episode on being organized for your health. That's a really good one if you need a bit of help sort of juggling and trying to sort out how you're going to organize yourself so that during stressful times, you are actually um, sticking to all those things. Um, Exercise, it's the best thing for you. It actually builds physiological toughness. So when you are stressed, you have a better way of dealing with it through exercise. So it's so important. I can't stress it enough. Mindful eating. Mindful eating is just amazing every time. Well, not every time, but a lot of times when I consume something, I think about whether it will actually, how it will impact my diet or my health. Uh, Not in a bad way, but more using the way I look at food and looking With how I feel my body. Um, So every time I have something, I look at it and think, is it serving me? Is it nourishing my body? That's so important. If you can really sort out that mindful eating, you're halfway there. It's such an amazing concept and there's so many amazing books out there um, about it. So that is a really good way of sort of sorting out what's good for you and what isn't so good. So now let's have a look at weight loss. And I actually know a lot about this. This is from, I guess, my own experience. I'm one of those people that as soon as I'm really stressed or have been stressed for a long period of time which doesn't happen so much now but back when I couldn't manage my stress well it definitely did and people could always tell when I was stressed because I would just I'd just look a bit ill so um, you need to I guess make sure first of all that that stress doesn't turn chronic because what tends to happen we're so focused on whatever is stressing us out that what tends to happen you stop eating, you forget to eat. And sometimes, and I've been through this before, you actually lose that feeling of hunger and feeling like you're hungry. Therefore, you don't eat and you're just losing weight continuously, progressively. So it's really up to you to make sure that you're eating again and eating a little bit more healthy and fueling your body, even though you may not necessarily feel like you're hungry so one of the well a couple of ways that I dealt when I wasn't eating as a result of stress was putting a reminder on your phone and making sure that you eat so um you know just pop it on at whatever time suit you during the day and make sure you're eating at that time even if it's something something little it's still better than nothing Particularly also if you are quite naturally a lean person, that weight just comes off so quickly. Um, Eating something small just to keep those sugar levels at a really nice level um, because you don't want to have these massive spikes after you haven't eaten for however many hours. And eating food to help you manage stress. And I know we spoke about that last week, but th- you know, foods that are really rich in vitamin C, all those leafy greens, whole grains, nuts, seeds, tuna, salmon, um, those are important. And you want to obviously avoid the foods that are going to give you those big sugar spikes or that won't be digested that well by your body, like fried foods, Um, lollies, chips, sugary drinks. Um, I look back on my twenties and I'm like, ah, I can't believe I used to drink all that stuff to get through exams. Um, But I think just being really conscious, and I know I said this in the last episode, but writing things down. So writing your food down, if you're not sure what you're exactly consuming during the day, because you're so busy, write each day, what did you have? What served you? What you probably could have not had. um, And that will give you a good way of working out for yourself which foods are really necessary for you and which you can do without. Um, And if you're exercising, um, and I exercise quite a bit because that is my stress relief, making sure that you're replacing some of that energy and those calories that you burnt during your workout. So having something to eat after you have a workout. Um, And if you struggle with any of these things, there are so many amazing nutritionists or health and nutrition coaches like myself that can totally help you and keep you accountable for your habits and Your eating patterns, because sometimes it can be really hard to know where to start. I actually caught up with one of my girlfriends today, and we were just saying how much information there is out there, and it makes it really hard for a person that, for example, wants to work things out for themselves to know where to start and to know where to source their information. So, there are lots of amazing people that can help you, and if you need the names of any, I can totally recommend. Yeah, either a nutritionist or you can come and speak to me. I'm a health and nutrition coach, like I said before. Um, And you need to use those resources, particularly if you are really struggling. So I hope you have gotten some tips from this episode. Um, I am so grateful that you guys are tuning in each week. It means a lot to me. It really does. And it's really nice to know that I'm making a difference and people are adapting some of the strategies that I'm putting forward. So I hope you have a beautiful week and stay safe. Keep looking after yourselves and remember life is for living, not for stressing. You are too blessed to be stressed. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have loved and enjoyed today's podcast, then please share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or would like to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at knowingherwellness. See you soon for the next episode of Too Blessed to be Stressed.